Welcome back to the Entourage Podcast. Thanks for joining us in this series, Early Christmas Presents. Next up, you're going to be hearing from uh, Entourage's worship leader and my sweet friend, Jesse Slee, as she takes a look at the story of the wise men and what happened when they encountered the presence of Jesus. Hello, hello. My name is Jesse Slee, and I have the complete privilege to be the worship leader for Entourage Ministries in all of their women gatherings as well as being able to be behind the scenes with these podcasts and record all the podcasts. And Paige was telling me about this Christmas series, and I volunteered to do it. And I feel like reluctantly almost that maybe that was a terrible idea. But I have found a few years ago that Um, The reward is greater than the risk, and there is a reason why I volunteered and a reason why she let me. So uh, with enough grace, I believe this will turn out for God's glory and for my good. So a couple days ago, Paige told me that I have the privilege of talking about the wise men in the nativity story and i was really excited about this you may also know them as the magi or the three kings and start singing the we three kings of orient <laughs> in your head as i may have and still have um, but what i love about the wise men is the stark contrast of these men versus the lowly state of how jesus comes of the 16-year-old virgin that he comes into this world from, of Anna, of just all these different people that just have a lower state. And I also think of the verses in the Bible where it talks about it's harder to go through the eye of the needle than to be a wealthy man that enters the kingdom of heaven. But there are three wealthy men, wise men, that are coming and embarking on this journey to see the baby Jesus and what is going on. And so I just ask you, wherever you are right now in this world, whatever status you have, to lay that aside. And if you are a follower of Jesus, then may that be what brings us together in this moment. I'm going to be reading from the Bible, Matthew 2. 1 through 2, and then I will go through 7 through 11. I love the story um, from Matthew's account because he is a tax collector, not very liked by people. And you can just see how he just grasps how prophecy is fulfilled and how Jesus came for Jews first, but he also came for Gentiles. As, As Jesus has said, Therefore, I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to people producing fruits. And I just feel when Matthew tells the story that he is telling the world about Jesus and that Jesus is after people producing fruit. So without further ado, the story of the wise men. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. I'll pause right there and say, who the heck would follow a star? (laughs) And 
And why would they tell another king about it? Um, and, and I point that out because that is a very peculiar situation that these three men are embarking on a journey and it, and it is just a journey about faith. Um, and there is not really any reason behind it. And we actually see the reaction of Herod and is not his favorite. And you kind of see a stark contrast from the story as it continues in verse 7. It says, Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And when he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy, and going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell and worshiped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Before we go into the gifts that the wise men bring, I just want to talk about the stark contrast of King Herod and the three wise men. Um, both sides are from a wealthy status and both have a lot of authority, but you can see the difference between them and it is um, who follows Jesus and who doesn't. So I went, quick story, I went to Branson with my best friend and I kind of wasn't excited about it <laughs> because for some reason I had in my mind that it was just a vacation where a lot of older people go to see a lot of shows and it did not excite me in the least. But um, I was granted that allotted time with my best friend. And as we were walking along Table Rock Lake there, enjoying the day and enjoying the fresh fall weather, because fall is my favorite, um, there was a lot of boulders that were just really smooth and just good to sit on. and and. I found one to sit on and it was really special because it actually had like this beautiful red stone laced like through it, veining through it. And it almost reminded me of just like blood being covered over the rock. Like the wrath of God is just wiped, uh, passes through this and I could sit in his grace. So I sat there and I noticed my friend Bailey just organically sat 20 feet away. And for a half hour, we just meditated on what God was telling us. And I feel like I had a revelation in that time. And God told me that there's only two ways to love in this world. And I was just thinking about creation in Genesis and looking out over the lake and being outside. And God said that there's only two ways to love. And that is to love him or to love myself. And the reason why that was so profound to me is because I feel like there is a third option that people use as a cop-out, and it is loving others. But I just feel laced in this story even, and when Jesus talks about this, for we know the greatest command is to love the Lord our God with all of ourselves, and in its likeness we love others. I feel like the Lord was telling me the way I love 
either God or myself, is how I will love others. And so it is not equal, but it is the decision to follow myself or to follow him. And in doing so, we see what happens. So here are the wise men. They follow the Lord no matter what their status is. They're coming, bringing treasures, which we will get to. And on their way, they see Herod. And you see that Herod does not love the Lord. He loves himself. And as Debbie talked about, um, or will talk about in a different podcast, was that Herod wanted his way. And Herod wanted it so badly that he tried to trick these wise men in the verses that I just told you. And, and after doing so, after knowing about the birth of Jesus, he loved himself so much more than loving God that he rampantly killed children to keep his status. And so as I think about sitting on that rock, I think, do I want to love myself or lo- and be eaten up in fear of other people trying to win me over or grasp this power that is but a vapor because we know King Herod dies like anybody else in the story? Or do I want to love something more eternal and something real? So back to the wise men. The wise men do the supernatural. They follow the star and they finally see Jesus. And what I love about this is in the midst of their obedience, in the midst of the unknown, in the midst of what the, what great faith they had in the star, of what the star represented, by the end of their journey, they find Jesus there. And there is only one way that they reacted to it. And how they reacted was with exceeding, exceedingly great joy. And it says that they fell and worshiped him. Um, the three gifts that the three wise men gave was gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The gold they say, the gold that they say is the three kings. They were kings themselves, and they went to the lowly state of a very fragile baby that have could have been taken away like King Herod, but they actually came to this baby in protection of him, and they offered him gold because they knew that he was the king over them as well. And then the other two gifts were frankincense and myrrh, and frankincense and myrrh are actually resins from, from trees that you scrape off whenever you cut the tree open and it dries up. And frankincense was used in the temple as a sweet incense that whenever you burned it, the aroma was a sweet offering to the Lord. And when the smoke rose, you could see that it was accepting and pleasing in his sight. So it represented Jesus as the high priest. And then myrrh, uh, um, as you may know, is was used for embalming. They would usually mix it with aloe vera and spices to embalm the dead. So they actually knew the suffering that was to come as prophesied. And, and when the wise men came, it said they opened their treasures and offered these things to them. And what I love about that is how Jesus says, therefore, where your treasure lies, there your heart lies also. So these wise men, in the midst of obedience, went and followed a star, found Jesus, bowed with joy and rejoicing, 
and then gave their treasures to him. I don't know about you, but I think I want to follow the Lord and I don't want to love myself. And I don't care if I'm wealthy or if I'm in a low state. All I know is that Jesus came with a sword to divide and he's asking if we love him or not. And I just thank him for these stories and for these different people that I may not relate to by their status, but I can relate to by their treasure in their heart. And that is following Jesus. Thank you.